Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests and listeners of the podcast, welcome back to the Spirit Super Show. I am your host, as always, Dean Fardanesh, and today I was lucky enough to be joined by Mr. Tristan George. For the first time of the Spirit Super Show, we were able to make the call on Zoom. I uh, recently got a little bit of an upgrade. I bought myself a PC, pieced it together with my little brother earlier today, and so hopefully we will have a a slight bit more of a production value here. Um, We are going to jump right into this podcast, but before we do, I want to give a quick shout out to Drew Fardinesh, the producer of the song that you're listening to right now. They were gracious enough to whip this up for us a little while ago. It's been in a few episodes so far, but I did want to give them a shout out because I love the sound of it and I love that we have our own little unique thing to the Spirit Super Show. So um, thank you very much. And without further ado, here is Tristan George. You said you like to talk about your writing more than you like to write. Oh, yeah. Why? Okay, why is that? Well, I don't know, because writing, actual writing is really hard. Like, um, I spent, like, if you can spend hours doing something and be like, man, I literally, like, I'll have days where I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go work on this thing. And I'll sit down and I'll sit there for like two and a half hours. And all I would have done was like read through and made a couple edits and been like, and then be like, all right, well, now my now I'm drained and I can't do this anymore. I got to go to sleep. Yeah, I guess I feel you there. I um, just like the the creativity really feels like uh, one of the biggest stressors, honestly, like, like you could go and you could work out and then destroy your muscles that way. Mm-hmm. And but it really feels like like sitting down to draw or sitting down to like write out stuff uh, for this podcast, like an intro or something yeah. really like takes it out of me sometimes and makes me like even need to go and get something to eat again yeah, totally it's 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 really uh it's, it's mentally draining for sure so your but, your scripts but, that you're writing you've written is it two now yes completed two and i'm in the process of a third can you tell me uh tell me about that first one and like kind of what what sparked it and what made you go into writing i guess yeah okay so um the first one was actually just when I was 17 and it was, it was actually, it's, it's a funny story. So yeah, I don't know if you remember, but our, our junior year of high school, the football team was, we were terrible and we only won one game. And like, I, and I was on that team and after the season, like there were a lot of like really funny things that happened, but it was a terrible year. And after the year, my buddy Ben was like, uh, he was like, you know, we should write a movie. Like, we should write a movie about this. Like, that would be hilarious. And I was like, yeah, dude, that would be funny. And then, like, six months go by. And we're, like, sitting in, in science class. We're, like, with Mr. Addington. And I was like, dude, we should write a movie about that football season. Like, we really should do it. And he was like, he was like yeah, man, like, we actually should. And then, like, another two weeks went by, and I was like, all right, man, like, are we going to do this or what? And, he, and like, he, we kind of just started. And when, when we started, it, I always thought that I hated writing. Mm. But when I started doing that, and I started, like, doing writing creatively on my own, it kind of, like, took off for me. And I ended up doing a lot, a lot of the writing on that first script by myself and things like that because i found like a real passion for it that i wasn't expecting yeah 
And so I wrote, so I wrote that one about the about our one and nine football team. Um, and I wrote that one like three different times. I wrote it, I wrote it like three different times over a span of like, a, like a year and a half, two years. I because I, I would read it, and then the first time I did it, I did something that I don't think I'll ever do again, which is I sent it to a script reader. Oh yeah. And how how how'd they do? Well, they hated it. Yeah. So, and rightfully so, because here's the thing: is this is my first. This, this, I'm 17, and at the time I'm 17, and this is the first thing I've ever written in my life. Yeah. So, you know, so to me, I, I listened to uh, a Seth Rogen interview on a podcast, and he said when he first wrote Superbad, when there were like the kids in high school. And when they first wrote, him and Evan Goldberg first wrote Superbad, uh, it was like a series of sketches of like the funny things that happened, like, and then like, you know, amplified up a little bit. Yeah. Just to, and like, be like, oh, look how funny that was. And then they said like, and as years went by and as they continued to like write, you, you like learn about like, well, you, movies can't just be series of like funny things that happen. Like there has to be like characters that develop and have to be like, like action that kicks it off and citing action and things like that that like that character arcs and you know like reason to care about the movie that yeah. I didn't have at first and so, uh, oh, like yeah. even with the characters how you're saying like they have to grow I honestly think that um like the first pieces of art that we make uh be it this podcast for me or, or your first or your second even scripts um they're kind of just works to almost like practice to be what you wanted to get into. Like your writing arc even is going on right now where like, if I were to read this first script that you had, and then this next one that you're working on, I'm sure they would be completely different because you've now had the time to work on it and to, to get going with it. Like I, I seem to struggle with wanting perfection especially when it comes to this podcast like this is one of the few things that I've like started to put a little bit more work into rather than just uh making like a a a joke on Twitter or something like that like this is something that I really care about and I I feel like I get way too in my head with um this intro has to be the best thing ever and I, I want everybody listening to like take something out of this podcast but it's not going to happen every time yeah yeah can i can i ask you what do you do on the days where you don't want to write on the days where you don't feel that super big creative burst is there anything that you do in order to get yourself in the mood or is it more like a day-by-day kind of play-by-ear thing um so honestly most days uh I, i struggle to write whether it's because i can't figure out how to move it forward or whether it's just i don't have the motivation to do it i don't have the creative energy whatever it is mm. so on those days i just what I, I i mean what i do is i carry i carry around a little book with me and a pen and i will carry in my back pocket at all times so when i get things that like like inspiration or things that stick out in my head or things that I think of whenever I write them down because that way when I get those like 
creative burst of energy. I have things that I would have forgotten that I that I that I did sitting in my in a little book. But what's what stuck out to me is uh when you said that you uh, really drive for perfection, mm. and what I was like that's part of the reason why I don't think I'll ever send my, my any of my scripts ever back to a script reader is because there is this is in creative like mediums whether it's making a podcast or drawing a picture or whatever it is there really isn't a a, a, a perfect anything right like some intros are gonna be uh, perfect for one guy and not perfect for another guy and yeah. there's not a, there's not a path to follow it's it's kind of like when you when you're going to a museum you can look at a piece of art and you can read about it from the thing at the bottom or you can just stare at it and kind of get your own meaning out of it almost yeah totally okay yeah and like like i know for me i had to break out of the idea because for me when i it's changed it, it changes almost almost every day at this point but for a really really long time when i first started writing especially when i was a especially when I was like, a couple years ago when I was very first getting started. Uh, Seth Rogen was like my, was like my writing hero, right? Like, mm. because he was the guy that, he was the mold for me of, he did this when he was 17. And then he went and flew out to LA and did like crazy shit at 19 to try to kick off his career and it worked. Yeah. Right? Like, he, like he was my model for like, like I want to be like that guy. Because that's fucking awesome. He did. He's doing. He did successfully what I want to do. Yeah. Right. And I had to really break myself out of the idea of. I think it's gonna sound stupid, but writing for Seth Rogen. We had to cut out a little bit for some technical difficulties, but you were talking about Seth Rogen as as almost a mentor figure or or somebody totally. that you wanted to almost impress with your writing. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to break out of my break out of this idea of trying to imitate that, right? Okay. Because that's not whether or not that's how my. It, it, I'm not saying that's not how it's gonna go, but yeah, but at the same time, that's it's a it's stupid to expect, and it's stupid to try to imitate, mm. and it's stupid to try to be. You know, it's almost. Um, Can I share with you a little Buddhism that just brought to my mind? Yes. So within Buddhism, um, a, a few of the key components is there's these, uh, what's it called? The four noble truths of Buddhism. And there's some of my favorite things to bring up. I'm sure I've brought it up on the podcast before. Um, but the first one is the fact that life is suffering and everything in life is going to bring pain in one way or another. Like, uh, that's just like the, the human condition almost. Um, the second one is that suffering is caused by attachments. And by the third one is by releasing attachments, you can release suffering. Uh, the fourth is basically do Buddhism in order to release suffering, but that's beyond the point. So the, these attachments that we have, be it my attachment to perfection for this podcast or your attachment to basically um, following in the footsteps of Rogan, could cause this suffering like it makes me feel like I don't want to put out a podcast if I don't feel perfect for that day or like 
even all of the stuff that you're doing right now is fantastic. You're on that path right now. And it like, but it's, that's, that's your path. It's not Seth Rogen's path. Right. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, going to totally. be different, of course. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is um, like, you got, you got to do it for yourself. That's, yeah. that's what it really comes down to. Right. Cause it's you know it's the old cliche like corny mantra of like uh like do everything for yourself don't do it for other people but like but like really when you really like if you like you'll love doing your podcast like this podcast more as much as like as much as you will when you break off from everything you're like i'm just gonna fucking have fun with this like this is gonna be yeah. awesome right for sure like, that's that, that's when, like and, and that that's when you'll like enjoy it the best and i know for me I'm like I'm I enjoy my writing the most when I'm writing for in the mold of something that I fucking like, right? When I'm thinking about the joke when I'm writing a joke and I think this will make my friends laugh. I don't care about if this makes other people laugh, yeah. right? Like for, for sure. a while when I first started, I was trying to do the opposite and I was thinking, well, you know, I can't just worry about what makes my friends laugh. But then I thought like I'm, me and my like I got funny friends like, I'm, yeah. like I'm a funny guy like the, this is probably just funny yeah I, and like you you get all of your comedy like from your friends so of course they would like it a little bit more right yeah totally but but that's that's the Tristan George style and they're around because they love the Tristan George style and so hopefully more people will be able to um to view it and see it that, yeah, hopefully that's the, that's the goal yeah so uh we are a little bit into the podcast now, but I did want to give you a full introduction. Um, Tristan George, welcome to the Spirit Super Show. Uh, like this, this is something you've been one of the guests that I've been wanting to have on since I started this podcast. So uh, thank you very much for being here. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm actually really excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this because I love talking to you. You're a great guy to talk to. And well, thank you very much. And I, I say the same for you. I, I've always said that uh, you're one of those people who just seems very sage or very wise. And I, 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 I kind of wanted to ask, um, is there anything that like, like I've, I've been told an, that I feel like an old soul sometimes and I, I don't totally. really like that exactly. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of feels like I had a little bit of a messed up childhood or like uh, maybe not messed up, but just different, which made me think in these specific ways uh Mm -hmm. is there anything that you can pin down that really brought out the the tristanness of you if anybody's ever seen any of the outfits you wear there's nobody like you at all like (laughs) you're a completely separate dude is there any is there any thing that you draw inspiration from besides like comedy uh yeah my parents my mom my mom is like the my mom's like a better version of me like my mom's like me if i didn't fuck up ever yeah like i don't know like it's it's uh she was very i grew up in a in a house that's always been i'm like okay this is gonna sound stupid i've never been in trouble i've done stupid things i've gotten in trouble with the law i've gotten in trouble at school but my parents i've never been punished by my parents okay and i've grown up in a house where if I, um, even as a baby, if I said, if I, like, I was like se- like six or seven years old and I told my dad, I go, oh, dad, don't you think it'd be awesome to, to, to learn how to play the drums? 
Mm. And then he was like, he was like, yeah, like, do you want to do drum lessons? And then, like, you know, then we started doing, like, you started doing drum lessons for a couple weeks. And then I was like, you know, I actually don't really want to do the drums. And then he was like, all right. And then, like, it was like, you know, on to the next thing. So, yeah. a, a house, a house of, like, that was, like, very, very supportive of, 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 of like, everything that, uh, of any pursuit, right? Like, like, the only thing that my parents, the number one thing that they always say is, like, I don't care what you do. As as long as you're being a like, be a good person. That's what it really. That at the end mm. of the day, like my mom says, she doesn't care if the rest of my life I am like like my sister's a waitress and an artist. My one of my older sisters. Yeah, she's a painter, and then she and that that like that's what she does. She's pursuing art as her career, and my parents couldn't be more proud of her. And she's and she's a waitress, right? Like like. But and they're gonna be happy with her for the rest of her life because she's a good because she's like she does good things right yeah that's she, awesome she treats she uh, treats people well and so I think that idea of um, it doesn't really matter uh, what happens or what you do mm. as long as at the end of the day you treated the people well around you and like like put good energy out and they did good things right yeah that idea is is. It, takes a really long time to actually get it in like to realize that 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 that's put in your head mm-hmm. but once it is it's very freeing because the then you go you know it doesn't really matter like they're right it doesn't really matter i can i can wear what i want i can say what i want if i because at the end of the day if i if i'm doing good things if i'm still being a good person who who cares what I'm wearing, right? Or yeah. like, who who cares who I hang out with or what music I listen to or whatever, right? Like, it, I get I feel comfortable walking around wearing what I'm wearing because I feel comfortable enough that even if somebody doesn't like what I'm wearing, they can't not like like they, they can't say I'm a bad guy. Yeah, and that's what that's what keeps me able to do what I want is that I feel like I'm a good, like good person. If that makes sense. No, I, I, I 100% like that makes a ton of sense. Um, I, I, I bring up the Bible way too much in this podcast, but it honestly, it's a really fun, magical book in my opinion, where it has a ton of stories. The golden rule is fantastic. It, like almost makes me fall in love with Christianity 100% again, because it's literally do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that doesn't mean you have to like love and like suck off every person that you meet. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I walk into a room, I, I go and I'll I'll, like do my best to say hi to everybody and, and to be as friendly as I can, because if somebody else does that, that just makes me feel 100% like at my peak immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that kind of thing where like, you've got that persona in you and it's, it's, um, it's a joy to see. And it's a joy to talk to you because like, it, it does make the room almost light up and it's very appreciative. Sorry to, sorry to yank your chain too much. I don't want to. No, dude, um, I really like, I mean, that really means a lot. I really appreciate that because that's one of the things I really try to focus on is just trying to put good energy out. Yeah. Um, so you talk so much about energy and, and, and like these like good vibes. Is there, um, is that something within like your, um, 
how do you say like like life motto or like like purpose for life of yeah i i guess this, this is a weird question but just like what how would you define living a good life i guess um i think at the end of the day like yes i think this like my spirituality is a, is a big part of my goals right like yeah. um like please said, talk about spirituality the, that that's where i was trying to get to with it yes yeah totally like like putting out putting out good energy and things like that um is something that i've really been trying to I've, I've really started focusing on within the past year i'd say but um it's um yeah it's really it's a really important part of my life just because it keeps me it it keeps me level at all times if that makes sense yeah no i i get i get what you mean um like good no uh along with spirituality, I guess we've been talking so much about life. I, I also do end up loving to talk about death as well and, and kind of different people's philosophies on, on death and, and if there's anything afterwards or if it's kind of a close your eyes and in dream forever or, or I, I guess I just want to leave the question off to you. It, it, do you believe in anything like that? Is there any points you want to make on there? Okay. I'm going to go into something crazy. This is also on the Shoot, level go for of spirituality. It. Absolutely. That's the name of the show. Okay. So, um, basically I kind of, I started, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in, I'm not a religious person by, or, or of anything, but I've started recently to believe in, I, this kicks off from the roots of science for me, which is uh, which one of the basic laws is that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just like just sure. sits there, right? It, like, yeah. it, it's it's just it's just vibing. So yeah, I've started to think um, every you have an energy, right? And I don't want to say it's a soul because Do you I mean, don't think like, it is like the consciousness that we have or i mean you right like everything that makes you takes energy and and that energy came together right and it mm-hmm. made you and i i don't like like i don't like i don't want to think i don't think of it as a soul because i think people think of souls as being like inner goodness and like the inner me with it within myself yeah and that's not that's not what i think this i think this energy is like glue it's like every it's like the binding things of you right Okay. It's it, it, the energy is what's holding everything together, forcing you to be you. And I think once that once you die, no matter how it is, no matter when it is, that energy is dispersed, right? Okay. But when it's dispersed, it has to go somewhere. So it goes into like the next thing or, or whatever it is, right? So and would I, you say like I you th- believe in reincarnation? Yes, it's, it's, yeah, it's totally. It's like reincarnation in a sense. And I don't think that the next, you know, I don't think that the next, um, the next guy that gets Dean energy is going to be you. Okay. But there's going to be he, some, of, some of the glue that held you together got thrown into the glue that's holding him together. So that, that part of it, right? Like, like, that you think, like, like you, I think you're a wise, like you're like a, like a wise person, right? So 
that wiseness comes from like i think that has to come from somewhere right okay you know, and like like i think some people are like too nice you know what i mean like some people are have trained they've never hurt anybody's feelings they yeah. don't they're too nice that's gotta be passed down you know what i mean like because because it, it's such a rarity that's like I don't know. It sounds stupid, but sure. I, no, I, I believe in like energy passing on. I, I get what you mean. And I, I have a sort of a similar philosophy when it comes to that. Uh, you, you were talking a lot and, and you said the word you quite often. So I, I, I want to talk about the word you honestly for a little bit, because so there's a, a couple different me's within inside of Dean's body that, that I would say there's of course, Dean, the, the, for a better word, meat suit that I'm walking around in. I'm, <laughs> totally. I'm my brain. I'm, I'm everything that I eat and everything that I poop out. Right. So there's, there's mm-hmm. one version of Dean. Then I'll get uh, like the persona of Dean, which is like my personality that I've, that I've kind of worked on and mastered throughout the years. Right. This is something that I'm constantly building and constantly growing and, and along with my physical body. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's, in my opinion, the most um definite you and it doesn't have a name and it doesn't have anything like that it's just the awareness of dean or the awareness that's constantly present so there's this meditation that i really really enjoy doing which is i am i'm not so i'll sit i'll sit there and i'm just focusing on my breath and and thoughts will come up into my mind like i am dean Eh, am i dean i I don't really know about that one so i'm not dean for now uh i am this body well i've slept before and i've been conscious outside of my body what feels like so so maybe i'm not this body right Mm -hmm. and you just keep going and going and going until now i haven't gone that far because of course i end up standing up and 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 breaking the meditative trance that I've kind of been in but you can get to this place where the only thing that you really are is the thing that's noticing everything else mm-hmm. and so when it I I love that philosophy just because it helps me a ton with like intrusive thoughts or heavy emotions I'm not my thoughts I'm not the emotions that are playing through it but I am a witness to that totally that that's that's such a good way to look at it that's awesome yeah and i mean uh i i think that anybody can can get to that realization it does seem a little bit wooey i for sure got to it on a little bit of psychedelics but that's just you know (laughs) the way that i felt about it but so then this this awareness i have no idea where it comes from I can't, like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. A soul doesn't make sense because I would name my soul Dean. Like if I totally. went up to heaven and I had angel wings and I saw my mom again, she would probably It'd call be, me Dean, right? Yeah, just, yeah. and I'd call, yeah, she'd be mom. Yeah, and she would be mom, right? But this awareness that I have, I feel is present in you right now. It's the exact same thing. Totally. And like the sure our our neurons fire in different ways so we feel different things but the witness is just going to be the same and so in my super wooey opinion we die and we return like 
to the universe itself, wherever it comes from, that awareness continues to be aware and may be aware until, I don't know, the heat death of the universe. Who knows? Yeah, right. That's, and it's kind of come from the fact that I was raised super religious. And so I kind of always have this idea of soul or spirit that's within everything. Like Mm -hmm. um, the Japanese religion of Shintoism is I, I, for the most part, believe that it's everything has its own sort of spirit, right? So there's the spirit of the tree, there's the spirit of the sky, there's the spirit of the water, and then you can break it down. There's the spirit of this river, there's the spirit of that cloud, there's the spirit of that tree, right? So Mm -hmm. everything has this awareness in it. And maybe we wouldn't call it conscious as conscious as like an animal would be, but like sunflowers face the sun how i don't know they must be aware of something maybe they're not feeling the emotion of oh the sun feels good today but that's that's kind of my there's there's something in them dude right i i I totally agree yeah and then that it kind of takes away from living a little bit because it's like anything that you do in life doesn't matter you're still going to be a witness to it right but then that means that the only thing that you really need to do is stuff that makes that witness feel the best. It's called optimistic nihilism. If nothing matters, the only thing that matters is stuff that matters to me. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit of just, you know, how I try to carry about things. Yeah. But that feels um, almost too simple. Because that you're right that 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 feels like uh that optimistic 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 nihilism can't speak feels like the idea of happiness coming from yourself is almost too simple because no matter what if no matter what you did with your time if you spent the time only doing the things you want to do you said fuck work you know fuck school mm-hmm. i'm only gonna do unless you love those things whatever it was and you only did things you wanted to do but you were alone you you still wouldn't be part of happiness comes so much from what other people do around you yeah okay well i i agree with you on that point of course but i don't think that the point of life is to be happy, which is, is controversial. So happiness, in my opinion, is one side of the spectrum. You have mm-hmm. joy, elation, mania even on, on one side of, of the spectrum. And the other side is sadness or grief or depression, right? And these are mm-hmm. two binaries almost. And so in my opinion you have everything you need right now. Right now in this very moment, a great mantra that I love uh, from from Pete Holmes, this comedian that I love listening to, Mm -hmm. is his mantra is just this. So a thought comes into my mind, um, man, I really want a burger right now, or it'd be great to go like see a sunrise or sunset. Just repeating just this enables this, extreme state of calm of contentment of just being okay and i think that 
that is what we're shooting for. We're not shooting to be super excited all the time because say like you're out at Disneyland for the entire day and you're having the time of your life. Everything is great. I'm not the biggest fan of Disneyland. This is just the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at the end of the day, your feet hurt so bad. Yeah. Like you're tuckered out. Everything is shot. And I feel this at work. Like I'll go in and I'm just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And the seven and a half hour mark hits. And I'm like, I'm going to hit the hay now. Like this is not cutting it for me. So I, I try to sit with the fact that everything that I need, basically air, is here all the time. And of course, there are other necessities. Like I have to, I want to be around my friends because I'm a social creature. I want to be around, um, you know, a, a pretty girl, a nice hamburger every once in a while. But that's yeah, not, totally. that. those are all like extra those are additives right Mm -hmm. right now you could be in the kingdom of heaven if you if you choose to be almost does that does that make sense like that explanation yeah that makes sense so i I, i've said it before the buddhist idea of samsara the wheel of suffering that we're living in has a bunch of different Mm -hmm. realms that we're in and you can be in a hell realm and literally take a, a sidestep. In this case, it would be a sidestep in your mind into the heaven realm. So you like your day could be going bad. Nothing's going my way. Uh, somebody stepped on my foot or, or something like that. And just these negative thoughts are just going to compound and compound and compound. If you're thinking, wow, this sucks, right? But then just take a little bit of time to be like, it, it does suck, but at least something's happening. Like, at least I'm not in a dark room where, yeah, right. where yeah. sensory deprivation for forever. Something's happening to me right now. And just the fact that something's happening is crazy and incredible enough to think that everything is okay in this moment. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I, I, I personally, like I love thinking about the past and, and going on about the future, but I've never been to the past and I've never been to the future. I've only ever been in the present. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just something that I'm trying to trying to do every day where as uncontent as I could be, I am as content as I will ever be. Yeah. Which is, that's a good way to look at it and not looking at the future, not looking towards the future. I mean, not, 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 not looking towards it, but not trying to live in it is is i mean that's always good yeah it's a good thing to do and i'm terrible at looking for looking at the future because i i i jump too far ahead when i look at when i look ahead yeah me too i i i can see myself on stage yeah i can't look at next i'm past dude i'm even past that (laughs) i'm when i when i'm writing when i'm writing when i'm writing scripts I'm singing and I'm and in my head I swear this is gonna sound ridiculous. I'm already picturing people comparing me to Kubrick. Oh yeah. I'm like you know what I mean? Like I'm past I'm past I that that's what I'm saying when it's when I say it's stupid. Like I can't even get past I, I I don't know. I'm not manifesting 
anything the, the start of it the start of it happening i'm manifesting already being stupid like great at it which is yeah stupid because i don't even know how to start <laughs> yeah no i i i totally understand what where you're coming from like i i feel the same way and the thing is like we have to start from here and you've already written two and two and a bit right so now you're mm-hmm. starting from there and i've already recorded i think this is episode eight maybe but like i have to start from there like that's i can't go forward if i don't basically keep taking the next tiny step yeah exactly you got it's it's just step by step yeah and i mean it's hard in creative mediums because there's going to be you know you might record podcasts for two years before you know you get a pop and then something all of a sudden you know something goes viral and then all of a sudden i right or and i might write 10 movies before one gets made and and it's that perseverance that I, i mean at the end of the day there's thousands of people in both of our situations that want to do the exact same things. 100%. Thousands of people. Yeah. I'm, I am no special case of, of guy that wrote a movie, dude. So many people do it. I, there was a kid in my class who the other day was, was on the first day of class. He's, he's telling the teacher about how he wrote a novel. He wrote a novel about a published novel about something fucking like, health like it was like the study about some study about things it was some crazy things and, and i'm like oh, and he goes and he goes to chico mm. so like you know what i mean like people are people all over like ivy league schools like that's probably nothing to them so i'm, I'm like i always have to say i'm no special case but the but it's that most people will just stop yeah no matter how talented they are that are how much like most people it just you just fizzle out and you, after a while when you know i i mean i've tried to do podcasts before and it happened to me after i after you know two and a half months of me recording every week and watching the viewership go down right like i'm like all right that means people were listening to the start and yeah we're like all right well I don't, i'm not and i'm like well fuck man like you know like like that fizzled out in me and it was something I really liked doing, but it fizzles out. And I know that's the difference maker, I guess. Cause like I said, a lot of people are talented and a lot of people have passion, but only so only so many people actually stick with it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. There have been tons of days where I've been like, well, that was the last podcast episode and I won't do another one again. because <laughs> yeah. just, just like something happens, but um. It you know, I I've looked at the numbers and it doesn't really, they they go up and down and of course, I I'll, I'll look at them because it's a great ego booster and I love talking mm-hmm. about this podcast. But if there's one person listening, and uh, one person that's made it this far into the podcast, I'm making it only for you. Totally. And what's up, I'm, guy? Like, <laughs> right? Like, thank you for <laughs> staying this long. But I'm making it for for that one person maybe but also i've i've learned i'm now making it for me 
the, mm-hmm. this is something I love to do. The human connection, having a great conversation is just something that I want to continue doing for as long as I can. And if anybody wants to get a little piece of that, um, I, I love, I love just being able to give that to him. So yeah, it's awesome. with that, I, I do kind of just want to wrap up. I feel like we've had quite a conversation here today, Tristan. I'll- thank you so much. I, I know you were talking about not being a special case, but I would like to say that you, sir, are indeed a special case. It's fantastic being your friend and it's been great to have you on the show. Is, is there any way that people could reach you or, or uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter. They can, they can follow me on Twitter at, um, I look handsome spelled normally, no caps. It is true. Um, and I mean, that's the only social media I'm really on. Um, it's dude, it's been awesome to be on great interviewer and, to many more years of friendship, my man. Absolutely, Tristan. Well, thank you so much, buddy. And namaste. Thank you. It was, it was great talking to you. That was Tristan George. All links to find Tristan will be in the description of this episode on Spotify. While you're on Spotify, why don't you go ahead and hit that follow button? Then you'll be notified whenever I get another episode of this podcast out. Uh, and while we're following things, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Bean Fardanesh. That is Bean with a B as in boy. Um, yeah. And you know what? That's going to be the end of this episode. I, I really hope that we start recording some more soon and thank you for making it to the end. Namaste and we'll see you later. Bye-bye.